Wait, Starlink 415th is on May 3rd? I'm confused. All right, hold on. Let's get, let's do this. Let's talk about this. I'm totally, totally confused. Okay, wait, here, here we go. Okay, hey, everybody. Hey, welcome. Um, okay, <laughs> I got to get, get some data flowing here. I really haven't been paying that much attention, and I know it's a horrible thing because we're a news news channel, but we're also a podcast channel, so we talk about whatever happens. Um, so welcome back, everybody. I know it's been a few days since we've done these. Uh, I've done one of these live streams. So we have uh, took off Monday and Wednesday. What day is today? Thursday? Yeah, today's Thursday. Took off Monday and Wednesday so I could pack. I'm heading out of Starbase area, out of the Brownsville area, heading back to New York. I'll be going towards Cornell University, which is where Carl Sagan, Neil deGrasse Tyson, a bunch of other famous uh, uh, scientists have uh, went to school and also taught there. So I'm going to be heading, be heading towards that area. So that's my plan going forward. And that's all happening Hopefully, if everything works right and I get everything packed up Sunday morning, I'm heading out of this area of Brownsville and I'll show you my kind of my route. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. We'll talk about the stuff in a second. I just want to get this uh, this kind of pop in here. Let me restore the chat. There we go. OK, Starlink 413 is today. And then Starlink 415 is on May 13th. OK. So we'll look at that in a second, too. Because SpaceX, actually, you know what? Let's talk about that real quick, because we got to my I don't know. I'm looking at it right now. May 13th for a Falcon 9 launch of 53 Starlink satellites to low Earth orbit from SLC 4E in California. Did they change this? Do I have to refresh this? Let me check. Let's see what SpaceX says on Twitter. That's 18 hours ago. So did they change the thing? Let's check. Upcoming launch. Uh, SpaceX is targeting May 13th for a Falcon 9 launch 53 satellites from Vandenberg. Okay. So that was confusing. So on SpaceX's own website, May 13th, Friday, May 13th. Okay. So I'm totally confused now. So May 4, or Starlink 413 is today. Because on next space flight, it says, uh, let's see, uh, Block 5, Starlink Group 413 is May, 5, May 13th. And then May 14th is Saturday. May, 4, May 14th is 415. So what's going on? I don't know. Where'd you guys get this from? Because I need to know. I need to know this stuff. I'm... Like I said before, totally packing stuff up today, packing stuff up, getting some work done. My whole kitchen is dismantled. Um, so I'm I have some things <laughs> we need to talk about uh, about the move. But I've got to show you, like, check this out. So let me know where you guys got that information from, uh, because I would love to know when this next launch is, because that'd be really cool. So this is this is a map right here of where I'll be going. Get out of there, you silly thing. Get out of there. I don't want to know everything about this thing all the time. There we go. So headed out from Texas, 30-hour drive, 1,973 miles, all the way across the country. I could fly in eight hours and 45 minutes, but 
then I can't bring my stuff with me and I can't bring my car on the plane. So that would suck. So it's kind of funny. Um, going through Louisville, going through Cincinnati, Columbus, Cleveland, then you go all the way up across Lake Erie, then across uh, Erie PA is right here on the border. And then you go all the way across New York state and then all the way to Ithaca, New York, uh, which I'll be calling my new home in Ithaca, New York, um, near my dad's house, but not at my dad's house. So I'll be close enough to my dad that I can help him out, but I'm not going to be living with him immediately. Like when I get up there, I will be at his house for a couple of days just to like hang out and say hi and stuff. But I'm, uh, going to be in Ithaca and the Cornell region. So Cornell university way up here in the, uh, beautiful, beautiful little city. It's really cute. And there's uh finger lakes region. So you can go, you know, you can go to the, to the lake. There's a farmer's market, which is really neat. Uh, really cool stuff. So this is the update to my life stuff because people have been DMing me about all this stuff. And I want to give you guys a sort of a, a look at what's going to be happening. I'm not going to be living at Cornell University, but I'm going to be in this area. And the easiest way for me to say it is Ithaca Cornell. Uh, so you can just look up Cornell, um, Cornell University. They have a Trader Joe's. Dude, I love Trader Joe's. But also, um, they won't have as good Mexican food up there. Maybe they will. I don't know. That's one thing that I'm going to miss about this place is like the food here is so, so good. So, so good in Brownsville in this area. Uh, today's launch event starts in about 30 minutes if it's not a scrub. Julian, where have you where are you getting the information from? Because I don't see it on SpaceX's Twitter. I don't see it on SpaceX.com either. So I'm I'm very confused. So, you know. So be it. So be it. Clint Wyatt, thanks for the sub. I appreciate you, man. Now, um, so also, some people were asking me what were some of the reasons why I'm leaving Brownsville. Mainly my dad. Mainly the family stuff. Um, nothing to do with anything down here. It's really nice here. I like this area. It's cool. I have a couple friends here. I made some friends through skateboarding. Very cool. Like old man skate jam stuff. You, you end up there late at night. Um cruise around. My ankle's still a little bit busted. I still have a, about a month or two left of rehab to get that 100%, but I could cruise around a little bit and get to the point where, um, you know, where I can skate a little bit and hang out with people. So the, uh, the, the fact that I'm going back there has nothing to do with this area or, you know, the, the whole like Brownsville Starbase thing, because to be honest with you, like it's been one of the best times of my life. It's been really fun. So that being said, sucks to leave, but I'm happy to be going where I'm going. And I'm excited about potentials for the channel for the future, because there's a lot of stuff I can do on the East Coast that I can't do here. Uh, there's a lot of NASA stuff. There's a lot of launches out of Florida. Uh, it's basically like a straight shot down from where I'll be living to Florida. So a lot of NASA launches, a lot of SpaceX launches, SLS. When they start doing Star Starship launches from uh, NASA facility, um, then I'll be down there for those launches. I have all the equipment for that stuff. So, um, which was graciously, um, 
you know, like the, the GoFundMe and the Patreon and the members of our YouTube channel. Like if you're not a member of the YouTube channel, you get cool perks. We're actually working with um, a couple of people to get new emotes and perks for people uh, that are members of the show. So that's pretty neat. Uh, so that's a that's a work in progress, but that'll be happening more like the, this channel will get better because um, I've just been like super busy the last couple of weeks. So couldn't get to it, unfortunately, because of all the moving and stuff. So, um, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. So the, um, you know, being down here for this long, almost eight, I think it's been eight months, something like that since September of last year, September 10th is when I landed in Brownsville and then eight months. Yeah. It's been over eight months. So nine months. Yeah. Two days ago was eight months. Um, so yeah, I'll be heading to Ithaca. If, uh, the, uh, Brownsville from Brownsville to Ithaca is a, it's a trek, man. The first day I plan on getting to not even out of Texas the first day. So that's the, that's the plan. Like the first day, right. So I'll make it up to Houston. I'll probably make it a little bit past Houston. Maybe. I don't know what the name of this. I don't know what the name of the city is, but maybe I know uh, I'll probably be up near Lufkin, something like that. The Angelina national forest area, uh, because it's a 12 hour trip to get out of Texas, like a 10 or 10 or 12 hour trip. So it's kind of crazy. I'll be driving right by you. Once in New York. Oh, that's cool, man. That's really cool. That's very cool. I love New York, man. I, I miss it up there. I miss the the mountains, you know, the hills and the, the lakes and the streams and stuff. That's one thing that I did miss a lot when I was down here. I loved to go hiking every morning with my dog. I get my dog back, too. So my dad's been taking care of my dog. My brother's been taking care of my dog, taking care of my, dog my little scrappy dog. Um, so... That's going to be nice. She's a wild child, so it's going to be cool to have her hiking around with me and stuff and, you know, taking her on adventures. And um, I took on a, a regular job, too, not just YouTube, um, so I could pay the bills, basically, because YouTube pays the bills enough. Uh, but I had to really rely on people um, to donate and to help out in order to pay the bills. This show is brought to you by Backblaze. I use Backblaze to back up my podcast, my video files, all of my writing stuff, and all my photos. And you get unlimited computer backup for Macs and PCs for just $7 a month. You can back up your own documents, photos, videos, drawings, projects, all of your data, and access your backed up data from anywhere in the world using the web app. And you can access the files on your mobile too. iOS, Android apps, all covered. And this is the cool part. This is my favorite part. You can restore it by mail. A hard drive will come to your house with all your data shipped to your door. It could come to your business too. And you can restore return refund program. So you can buy a hard drive restore, send the hard drive back within 30 days, and get a full refund. So basically they ship you this hard drive and then you ship it back and you don't ever pay for it, which is the perfect program for somebody who has huge files and you don't want to waste days and days downloading terabytes and teraflops of data. And if you're worried about accidentally deleting your files, two bucks extra a month, you can increase your retention history to one year. And I use it for all of my video files. It comes in super handy. So $7 plus $2, $9 a month, and you get everything backed up. Ease of mind for up to a year. And... If you use the URL backblaze.com slash Elon, you get a fully featured 15 day, no credit card required 
free trial. Check it out, play with it, start protecting yourself from potential bad times. Back your stuff up. It's recommended by the New York Times, Inc., Macworld, PC World, LifeWire, Wired, Tom's Guide, 9to5Mac, and more. And it's recently been listed on the NASDAQ Stock Exchange under BLZE, so you know they're legit. Backblaze is committed more than ever to bringing easy and affordable data storage that you can trust. Don't be that person that forgot to back up their important files. We've got your back. Sign up for a free 15-day trial. No credit card required. Go there, sign up, play with it. It's really powerful and it's really easy to use. So go to backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. Backblaze.com slash Elon. People weren't donating enough, or if I couldn't, you know, if I couldn't get the support that I needed, like I really wasn't going to pay rent down here. Like if you're a YouTuber and you have X amount of people watching you, it's like people that are streaming at Starbase and they make, I don't know, 35 or 40 bucks per stream or something like that. Maybe they'll make a couple hundred, uh, but a couple hundred bucks per day for, you know, all your expenses, you take out all the taxes, like, man, and you're working like a 15 hour day down there. That's brutal. It's brutal. It's a hundred degrees today. What, what's the, the temperature today is 90 degrees. Yeah. 90 degrees feels like 102. <laughs> what? Whoever's out there, if anybody's out there right now at Starbase, probably there's probably a few people. Um, yeah. Then you like you are a trooper you're a champ because that is tough tough work i've done it i've done it for the last seven months um it's it's hot it's humid it's unforgiving it's the most it's like the craziest place that i've ever done any work it's really hot um there's nothing out there it's desolate it's like in the middle of nowhere and it's like wind and super hot the the Heat is just beating you to death. Um, you have to take all your supplies in with you. Um, you know, it, whatever you take in, you bring back out kind of thing. It's a nature preserve. So there's like all sorts of wildlife around. So it's cool and it's awesome. And there's rockets and it's like the coolest thing. When I was like, when I was a little kid, this is the stuff that I want to do. Right. So I did it and I'm really proud of it. So I'm happy. Um, so the, what is the humidity? Oh, probably like a million. Let's see. Uh, let's see where it's at. Uh, where are you? Humidity 52% right now. <laughs> oh, the feel like the feel like is 96. That's what it's like right now. Before it was a hundred something, but the temperature is 90. It feels like 96. Like that's a hundred degrees. Basically. There's no clouds out there right now. I see a couple clouds, but it's like the sun is beating directly onto you. It is brutal. So anybody out there, that's why, that's why other channels have robots because they can't hire people all day long, uh, you know, to, to film all day and all night because they have to have two shifts of people, three shifts of people. It's just gnarly down there. NC Davis. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate you, man. We will, uh, hopefully get you a good alert. Maybe. There you go. Maybe you get a you get a starship. Okay, what's this one's gonna land, and then you get your own special starship. There you go. It landed. Here you go. Thanks, Etsy Davis. I appreciate that. So who was saying they're by Fredonia? Let's see who's who's by Fredonia. I'm about halfway from Fredonia to Elkaville on your map. Uh, Kiyakazio, I used to snowboard at Holiday Valley like all the time. I used to sneak into Holiday Valley when I was a kid, 
And <laughs> before there was electronic tickets, we would be ski bums and we would sneak into Holiday Valley uh, all the time. It was ridiculous. So we'd have people, uh, you know, people would be coming out of Holiday Valley at that point. <laughs> and then we'd be like, hey, can we get your tickets? <laughs> like bums, you know? So we would, we would like just be in the parking lot for hours waiting for somebody to come out. And we'd be like, um, yeah, we just wait for them and be like, hey, can we get your tickets, man? They're like, it's attached to my coat. And I'm like, I got wire cutters. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, oh, you came prepared. I remember one lady did that sometime and she was like, she was like, what? You brought wire cutters. I'm like, yeah, this is our racket, man. Like we're not paying 60 bucks to get in here. We don't have any money. We're high school kids. So yeah, we, used, <laughs> uh, I don't know what the statue of limitations is, but I'm pretty sure it's passed. Uh, and also this is all, um, of course, uh, just hearsay and conjecture. This never actually happened. It's just a story I'm making up. Um, but yeah, uh, I know where Zor Valley is or where, uh, sorry, where Zor is. Yeah. Yeah. Zor Valley for sure. Yeah. Zor Valley is, um, so yeah, I used to live in Ellicottville too. So when I got a little bit older, I got my own place in Ellicottville because I was like, I'm going to snowboard all the time. So I got my own place in Ellicottville. I lived right outside of town. It was like in great Valley or something. So I think it was great Valley. can't remember. Uh, exactly what it was, but it was, it was either Great Valley or Little Valley or something like that. But yeah, I'm very familiar with that region. And there's, um, there's a uh, Tim Hortons uh, in the Ellicottville region. I remember that because I got coffee there a bunch. Um, but yeah, it's a cool, it's a cool spot, man. Ellicottville region right there. That's I used to hang out there all the time. Yeah, Great Valley. I was right over by Great Valley and Humphrey, like right down here in this area. So Ellicottville. This is where Holiday Valley Ski Resort is. This is where I would go snowboarding all the time. And then I lived down here. There's a weird house, man. I don't know, uh, Keokazio. It's like in on Humphrey Road. I believe this is the house. But it used to it used to have like a wagon wheel on it. Oh, you're in the Gowanda area. This is my this is my old house right here. I think. I think that's the one where I lived. It might be that one. See that one or yeah, this one up here. I think that's the one. It's like a compound, man. It's crazy. It was crazy. But I used to live on Huffy Road and uh, drive to Holiday Valley every day. The rent was good. And the person that ran it, like, had that place was really cool. The landlord was very cool. But you've ever seen it sometime in my life? I'm gonna go everywhere around here. Yeah, it's like it had like a wagon wheel, like a country guy, and it was like <laughs> some weird like some weird place I saw it and I had a for rent sign. And I was like, this can't be that expensive. Cause it was sort of like a, um, a weird, I don't know. I only know how to like a theme house. Oh my gosh, James, thank you so much for the super chat. Let's get you some, some rockets. Is it possible SpaceX and the FAA are working together to resolve any issues before the reports released? That way, if it fails, I don't have to start from, uh, they don't have to start from, start from scratch. Um, I think SpaceX and the FAA have been working together this whole time to get things ironed out. Um, they know what they have to do. SpaceX also, um, during this process, they, they added a few things. I'm not exactly sure what they are. I don't have that in front of me because I wasn't expecting that question, but they did, uh, enhance it sort of a little bit, uh, and enhance the area down there. So they had to make some, some changes to the, to the process for the whole thing. Not much. It was like a small, small detail. Um, 
the, uh, I think they've been working this whole time together. Like, you know, the FAA has to look over things, right? They have to look over the environment down there. They have to look over, uh, the birds down there. There was a few, um, there were a few things. There were a few birds down there, some endangered species. The SpaceX was working with the FAA to kind of mitigate the damage of these uh, Piper birds. And uh, I think they've been working together this whole time to kind of figure it out. Um, so, you know, the the fact that they're working together still, and I think they're going to pass it, man. I, I really do. I really hope they do, actually. And if they don't, they're going to move all operations of flight to Florida, and that will be absolutely amazing. I can't wait for that. Now, tomorrow, there's a possible road closure. Today's road closure was canceled for Starbase. Uh, I think this road closure today may have been if they didn't get the Ship 20 uh, down the road, or it could be for Booster 4 to come down the road. So tomorrow is possible from 6 a.m. to 4 p.m. they take uh, Booster 4 from Starbase launch site and move it to the Rocket Garden. That place, the Rocket Garden's getting freaking packed, man. Rocket Garden's going crazy. There's so many things there now. Let's go back here. This is uh, this is some footage that I took from uh, back in February or March. I can't remember what it, which one it was. It might have been March 13th-ish, somewhere around there, the middle of March. Uh, February 10th and 9th, there's some full stack stuff going on too. So in that time frame... I got some footage from down there and I saw, you know, I thought I'd show you guys all about this stuff. So as we talk about what may be happening with uh Starbase and Starship, thought I'd bring it up for you. Um where's the black hole in the middle of da 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 it's coming your way. No, it's not coming the way. It's in the center of the Milky Way. So um and we're gonna get into that in a little bit too. It's pretty crazy. And I, I wanna let you guys know that. The focus of the channel is going to be uh, very similar to what we do now. Very, very similar. Just maybe not as much Starship stuff because I won't be down here at Starbase to get as, as much footage and stuff, but still be reporting on Starbase, um, just not on the site of Starbase. So working that way, um, you know, it's going to be pretty cool. A lot of spaceflight stuff. NASA, spaceflight, and uh, SpaceX going forward. Blue Origin, all that stuff. It's going to be more space flight centric and, um, you know, it's going to be covering everything. So working on that this Sunday, like I said before, I'm going to be taking off Sunday morning and then I'm going to have a week on the road. So don't expect too many updates next week. I might make some videos and things like that for next week. And then um, the after that, set up the studio um, in that temporary studio, of course, and then move from there to my new place in uh, Cornell. So very cool. I'm really excited. Um, Simon says, I really hope SpaceX can stay in Boca Chica, Texas. I hope so, too. I, I, what, so they're going to continue to do R&D here. But I don't think if this environmental assessment doesn't pass, I think it's going to be a while before they pass another one. But or until they try another one. But also... If they know what they need to do in order to mitigate the damages that um, they may not have passed this one, you know what I'm saying? Like, so if if the FAA fails them this time around, SpaceX will know what they have to do for the next try because they do get to try again. This isn't it. You know, if they don't pass the FAA evaluation, 
and they get to try again. So there's a possibility SpaceX doesn't pass this one. And then we have another round of uh, environmental assessments. And it could happen for the next year again. You know, like I came down here last September in hopes that they're going to be launching mid-September. That's why I hauled butt down here. Like if I would have known it was going to be about a, a year later, I would have like I would have held out for the, as long as I could, even though it's cool to be here at Starbase. I would have been like, man, I'm going to save up as much money as I can. I'm going to get a place down there and I'm not going to rush my life that quick. But I I had to because I thought they were going to launch in September. So it was uh, it's wild. And actually, you know, what was funny is that the other day, uh, Gwen Shotwell was talking to, I believe, CNBC. I think it was CNBC. Um, she said, or maybe it was uh, Business Insider. I'm not sure which one it was. But basically she said, hey, we could be launching this thing this summer. And I was like, if Gwen says it, it looks promising, right? But she also said that last year. So Gwen and Elon are two different time frames, right? So Gwen usually gets it pretty good. And Elon usually is a couple months away from what he re- what really is going to happen or a year or two, like the self-driving, uh, the Tesla self-driving, you know, it, it feels like he's been saying, Oh, we're going to be done with that this year for the last 10 years. <laughs> you know, it feels like that's, you know, and I know it's, it's incredibly complicated and complex. All these problems, starship, incredibly complex, uh, getting 33 Raptors to fire at the same time to gimbal, to do everything they need to do and not, you know, rud on the pad, absolutely incredibly difficult engineering. And they need to get this right the first time. There were a couple Raptor 2 snafus at McGregor uh, a couple days ago. There were a couple ruds over there. And that could have been an accident. That could have also been them pushing it to the limit to see how far these things can go. Because if they have enough Raptor 2s at Starbase, there's going to be more deliveries coming of Raptor 2s in the next weeks, too. So we're going to see what happens with um, booster and we're going to see what happens to uh, the next Starship, too, which has a like a flip top uh, Pez dispenser, which I believe they're going to be using uh, that to distribute Starlink satellites if they get ship 24 into orbit. But ship 24 could also be um, a test article. So if ship 24 passes all the tests, they may have a better design in the works in the near future that they could kind of put put it all together before they actually do the orbital flight test. So the, the booster seven doing great. Everything's going well. Uh, it doesn't have any Raptors on it yet. So no static fires, nothing like that. No launches anytime soon. Um, but the, the fact that, you know, they said a couple months, uh, that was, you know, a couple, couple months ago. And then a couple months before that, a couple months before that, and uh, Elon and, um, you know, the whole crew over there is just like, we're going to get this done. Ship 20, booster four, maybe it could have went to orbit. We don't, nobody knows. It's possible. You know, uh, Raptor ones, were they ready? Nobody really knows. You know, they could have gotten data back from those tests that say, you know, that they weren't quite ready yet. Something could have been off. Um you know, static fire is great. All the other ships that landed, pretty good. You know, not bad. But we don't know the info. We don't know the data that they collected, or how much data they collected, or what that data was. So, uh, it's all speculation. If ship 
um, 420 would have launched. It would have been cool if it did. It would have been great, but it's also going to be the same way with um, 24-7 if uh, ship 24-7 actually gets to a point where they do all the static fires, they do all the cryo tests, all the pressure tests, everything, and it's ready to go. Um, you know, the the fact that they could do the tests, do a full wet dress rehearsal, everything is ready, and they find something wrong with it again. You know, what if they find something wrong with any part of it? It could be a small thing. It could be a large thing. could be like a, a gasket. could be a, a valve, like a SLS style, where they take it back to the bay, and they have to fix up this valve. They could do it on site. Uh, they could have to replace a downcomer again. So the fact that they actually got Booster 7 back out there after they took it back to the bay to repair it, that's absolutely cool. So the fact that they they are testing that again, it's absolutely brilliant uh, work by the engineers to get this thing back down there and getting Ship 24 on top of it, stacking it, doing a, a fit test. You know, fit tests take a couple days. And I wish I wish it were faster. I really do. Um, and I know everybody else does too. <laughs> I know everybody out there right now that's watching this is like, we want Starship to launch right now because we want the future right now. And I'm right there with you. Like I want them to launch it like yesterday. I would have been there. It would have been amazing. But the fact that they didn't and that they're still working on it, you know, that's, it says a lot that they're, they're trying to do this right. And they're not going to push it before it's ready. So everything we see on the side of highway four uh, it's the same stuff that NASA is doing with SLS, except for SLS, they're building it in a giant you know, factory uh, with a bunch of contractors. It's a different style. You know, they test Starship out in the open. SLS, not really tested out in the open. Um, there's, you know, there's there's video of the pad. There's video of, you know, NASA takes drone footage of everything. They do beautiful shots, actually, like beautiful, beautiful shots. I'll see if I can find some for you. But the, um, yeah, it's absolutely brilliant what kind of stuff they can do. Uh, but some of the the SLS stuff is absolutely beautiful. Let's see if I can find stuff, something for you. Um, I don't think I have anything handy. I do have this though. This is pretty cool. This is kind of neat. This is uh, SLS going back to the bay late at night. And this is sped up 8,000 times, I think. I think it really is sped up 8,000 times. But they have like these beautiful, beautiful uh, shots. I think I may have some SLS shot here. That's just like, it's like, whoa, what just happened? Um, I don't think I have it handy, though. Yeah, I don't think I do. But that's, you know, that's like kind of... They take these shots late at night. There's a webcam out there. They they showed this going back into the into the bay, and I think NASA's finally catching on that SpaceX is doing it right, and they're getting all this this good free publicity. You know, all you get. I mean, you set up a remote camera. NASA has all the capabilities to do that. I mean, they have they have positions around uh, down at 39 uh, down at 39A and 39B as well. There's like these. There's kind of like mailboxes. And they put these remote cameras in them, um, and you can see like everything at 39A and 39B. That's where the where they shoot from. So having that available to them is absolutely astounding. But I sat there and watched this for 
I know it took like two hours to get into the bay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it took, it literally took like two hours to get into the bay. So it was kind of funny when, when I went back through the footage, I was like, is that actually moving? But then I sped it up to like 8,000%, uh, 8,000 times. And it's like, oh yeah, it's only going like a quarter of a mile an hour the whole freaking time. Then it goes into the bay and then it comes back out and then it goes back in. So the people that are in charge of like moving this thing around are, um, are, uh, absolutely brilliant. So that's, uh, that's, that's a fun, fun fact there, but yeah, we have, you know, booster, uh, booster four ship 20 is down in the rocket garden. Now, uh, rip in pieces, ship 20, you know, doing a little, Doing a little uh, homage to Ship 20 there, because that's my that's my boy right there, Ship 20. I came down here. Ship 20 was the one. Ship 420 or uh, 420 was going to be the the uh, orbital flight test, and then I got a, a couple got a couple shots of uh, Booster Seven, Ship 20 there, and um, yes, yeah, from a little bit earlier. Haven't had the chance to go down this week, but I, I do plan on going down one more time before I leave. At least once. I might go down tonight. I'm not sure. Simon, yeah, shipped 420. I was pretty pumped. Like, I was like 100%. There's, uh, yeah, there's Booster 7. Kind of a, a pan up. Booster 7 in the tower. Really, like, that was a really bad, <laughs> really, really bad rocky shot right there. Holy cow. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a crazy place to work down there. So... I, I commend anybody who who does any sort of streaming down there or goes down to take photos or post them on social media. Like it is brutal. It's brutal. Um, we finally have a picture of the black hole location, uh, the constellation Sagittarius. A. yes, we do. Uh, we're going to get into that in a second. Uh, don't you think it's political, Senator Karen? And no, I don't think so at all. I don't think so at all. I think that's silly. And I think you're making up stories. Um, uh Michael Maxey says no one suspected that the FAA would put the kibosh on Starbase. Um, yeah, it's it's a weird thing, right? Like nobody expected that. Everyone was like, "Oh yeah, they can just launch a rocket there. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Why wouldn't they?" Um, Joe White says if they move, where would they likely move to? They're going to move um, operations of Starship to Florida eventually. So well, that's kind of another reason why I'm going back east uh, because if they do move operations to Florida. I'll be in that area. So I'll be ready to roll. Um, so, you know, I, I, I want to be a space reporter, you know, like that, that would be freaking rad. Like to go down to launches, to stay there for a week or two for a couple launches, Starlink launches. That's my like dream come true. And I have a job that's remote now. I can work anywhere at any time. So um, I can do that. It's very cool. Um, they, they are pushing the R2s to measure their maximum endurance. Um, want at least a five to six minute burn at 80% output. Yeah. I, I don't think that the Raptor twos and I, I'm just speculating here, but I, I think the Raptor twos, uh, I think they're kind of testing them to fault, you know, and they need to, they need to test them to fault. So they can't just have a perfect Raptor firing every time. Um, they have to test them more, uh, push them to their limits. And if they go past those limits, then so be it. They blow up, you know, they red, but that's part of rocket science. You know, that's part of engineering. Um, plenty, plenty of other space projects right on uh, going on right now. Space, uh, James Webb. Oh yeah. James Webb is going to be 
super rad, super cool. Um, so yeah, that's going to be pretty crazy, but check this out too. Uh, ESO breaking news, meet the black hole at the center of our galaxy. Um, astronomers have unveiled the first image of the supermassive black hole. This stuff really makes me excited, man. Like we find cool stuff all the time. I, I love astronomy. I think it's really insane. Um, but I haven't really had a chance to study it for a long time. And I think these kind of news pieces are really interesting. Um, the image was produced by a global research team, EH Telescope, uh, the EHT collaboration. Uh, it's very exciting for ESO to have been playing such an important role in unraveling the mysteries of the black holes and of Sagittarius A in particular. Over so many years, comment, commanded, uh, commented, sorry, ESO Director General. Um, so this is kind of funny. Um, this video right here that they posted. Um, so they say, what do we actually see in the image? Uh, we cannot see the black hole itself because it's completely dark, but we see we can see a dark central region called a shadow surrounded by glowing gas. And then this next post of theirs says, because the black hole is about 72,000 light years away from Earth, it appears to us to have about the same size in the sky as a donut on the moon. So check out this video, though. It's it's really funny. I like donuts, too, so it's kind of cool. Oh. You get a little bit of overlay, but that's okay. But look at this crazy video. It's like if you were to zoom in, like that's how far they zoomed in. There's a donut on the moon somewhere. Absolutely insane. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, so that's pretty much what they were filming the whole time. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, to imagine it, or to image it, the team created the powerful EHT or EH telescope, uh, which linked together eight existing radio observatories around the planet to form a single Earth-sized virtual telescope. I don't know how this works. I have to learn this stuff because I love astronomy, and I think this is absolutely amazing. In this video, you can see all European facilities involved in the EHT collaboration. So this is a video right here. Let's check this out. I haven't seen this yet. Oh, this is a YouTube video. I can't really play it. Um, can kind of play it, but I have to mute it. And they kind of go through. We'll skip through different telescopes. I would love to go someplace like this, like on the top of a mountain. Like how maybe not in the Arctic or someplace like super cold, but maybe someplace. And I know they're on a mountain, so everything's going to be pretty cold, but maybe someplace that's not as cold as that. But that would be so cool, man. Like maybe that's the next adventure, like finding someplace that's like this. That's going to be cool. I'll get, um, you know, I'll get to uh, go visit a bunch of Cornell uh, University professors and learn a lot more about astronomy and stuff when I'm up there. Um, but Chile would be cool. Go to Chile. That'd be pretty cool. Um, yeah, that would be pretty sweet. But maybe that, you know, maybe that's part of my next adventure. Like go up to one of these crazy telescopes. I would love that. That'd be so cool. That'd be neat. But they're so high up. That'd be cool. Yeah, check that out, man. Yeah, that's so cool, man. Hawaii, work up there during the day, come down at night. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool, right? Yeah, that's cool. That'd be really cool, man. Uh, among these EHT network of radio observatories includes... Uh, 
Uh, the Apex Telescope in Chile, co-owned and co-operated by ESO on behalf of its member states in Europe. So it's kind of like, kind of shows you where it is in the night sky. So cool, man. And that's like, there's, you can't see that thing. Like, you can't see it with your naked eyes. That's so cool. And like, there's so much stuff out there. And this, this is the kind of stuff that blows my freaking mind. Like, there's so much stuff out there that we have no idea exists. You know, we're going to find stuff uh, for the next hundred years that people a thousand years from now are going to be like, idiots. <laughs> you know, it's stuff, you know, it's stuff like back in the day, you know, like uh, even like 20 years ago or whatever, where when we thought smoking was healthy, you know, like in the eight, like 70s and 80s and everyone's like, oh, yeah, my doctor told me to smoke cigarettes. It's good for you. It's like, come on, dude, you're an idiot. You know, like that's what you think now, because we didn't know that smoking kills you, basically. But the science of all this stuff, all the astronomy um, from now in a thousand, like a hundred years or a thousand, probably even like 20 years, everyone's going to be like, dude, that's so like so lame. That's kind of the foundation of stuff that they do. But also there's going to be some cool, cool stuff. That's like spaceflight. That's why I'm so excited about spaceflight, because it is the future and it's happening like right now, right meow. So very, very interesting stuff. And um, yeah, it's 27,000 uh, light years away. HC observed Sagittarius A on multiple nights in 2017, collecting data for many hours in a row, similar to using a long exposure time on a camera. We now have two images of black holes. Today's EHT achievement follows the collaboration's 2019 release of the first image of a black hole called M87 at the center of the more distant uh, SEA 87 galaxy. Um, yeah, pretty insane. Yeah, there's a whole thread um, at ESO on Twitter has this whole thread about it. Pretty insane that like the, there are things like this out there and it just rips up the galaxy and like rips atoms apart. It's insane. Like planets get sucked into it. It's no big deal. Like this is suns go, you know, suns orbit it and get sucked into it. It's like this is crazy. Like this stuff blows my freaking mind. What's up, Star Watcher Steven? How you doing? Uh, it is a stunning view, Simon. Yeah, uh, I can't. I would love to visit someplace like that. And I know they have a great astronomy program at Cornell. And I know they have a a um, uh, like a, a normal person day uh, every week. So I'll be visiting that all the time. That'll be really fun. I'll bring you guys along for the trip too. I'll bring my camera. I'll probably try to stream it for you. Um, it would be really interesting to see something like that. So yeah. I'm willing, hoping everyone else is too. Yep, everything is going good down here in Brownsville. Um, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a, a wild ride on the way home. I'm leaving on Sunday morning, uh, but yeah, Brownsville is. Uh, Brownsville has been my home for the last eight months, and I love it here. But I gotta take off. I gotta, I gotta take my next, uh, my next journey. I'm a journeyman, so the journey will happen. It's going to be fun. And I get my dog back. So I'm stoked about that. A little scratchy, a little scrappy. I get to hang out with her again, get to go on hikes, take her all sorts of cool places. And that's my excuse to get out. Actually, when I go up there is like, dude, I could go anywhere. And if I have a dog, like I don't have to have a reason to be anywhere. <laughs> you know, like, do you ever, do you ever go those places, like any place? And like, have you ever felt like, like, not why am I here? But like, I should probably have a reason to be here. You know, you're not just there to be there. 
like you should go someplace to, I don't know, like if you want to go get a piece of pizza, but also you want to go to the beach and you're by yourself. Like, I kind of feel like some people, including myself, sometimes you feel like, what, like, what am I doing here? Like what? I don't really have a reason to be here. My reason is actually just to look at the water and like the beach and stuff. That's cool. But like, I always feel like I have to do an activity, you know, I always feel like I have to have something going on. And like, that's my own thing. Cause I've always, I've, I've always been like super hyper about stuff and I've always been super active. So I always feel like I should be doing something. And like when, when I go to like all the beaches and stuff in New York, um, I'm going to bring my dog with me because I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just here walking my dog. Like, that's my reason. <laughs> sometimes, you know, sometimes it's like that. Most of the time, like 99.999% of the time, I'm just like, whatever, I'm just at the beach. It's cool. I'm just going to hang out. It's neat. <laughs> you know, but there's, there's the other 0.0001% of the times that I'm like, huh, what am I doing here? And then my dog will, you know. She'll be there. So that'll be cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. And she's a maniac too. So I'll get to be a maniac with her. I'm pretty stoked about that. But this, speaking of maniacs, this black hole, absolutely insane. First image of a supermassive black hole at the center of the Milky Way. And we're expecting black holes to be at the center of every galaxy. So, yeah, if there's not one, um, it's kind of weird. You know, that's that's kind of how it is now. But that wasn't a thing before. Like we did like even, you know, 50 years ago, we didn't think that was the, the case. You know, there was no proof of it. Maybe some people thought about it, you know, and did the experiments, but no physical proof that it was there. So now we have physical proof. Center of the galaxy. Um, black hole. Absolutely mind-bending that this actually happens you go to eso.org eso.org for more information about that too so that's pretty cool oh you're not leaving your broadcast are you no 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 i'm going to continue doing this stuff i'm going to continue the channel yeah there's a couple of people that have reached out to me and said hey we love your channel don't quit and i'm like i'm not quitting i'm just moving you know like this thing's three and a half years old i can't quit it <laughs> it's like it's like leaving my baby behind i can't do it yeah, we're not even at 100,000 subscribers yet. We're pretty close, though. I think we're at like 80-something, 80 83,000 or something, or 88,300, somewhere around there. So I can't leave before 100,000. And even after 100,000, no way I'm leaving. So if we could get another sub today, that'd be great. Uh, get a little bit closer. That'd be really cool. ETA on your move, Jeff, um, Sunday morning. So today's Thursday. Going to pack all day tomorrow. Uh, Saturday is going to be like a kind of rest and relaxation and a little bit of cleaning. And then Sunday morning, I'm outie. I'm done. I'm jumping in the Subaru and I'm headed back north. Um, it's going to be wild. I've had a lot of fun down here. I really have. I really have. So, yeah, that's the that's the that's the plan. Um, I've had a, t I've had a ton of fun down here. Been to the beach a bunch. Got a bunch of sunburns. I got a sunburn one time, and everyone, <laughs> I remember someone was like, "Ooh, Will got some sun <laughs> in chat one time." Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that was one of the funny ones. Someone was like, "Oh, Will got a sunburn," <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, it sucks. It's hot." <laughs> uh, help to find the boss to sponsor my work. Just think, space, money. Money and ideas and space. Uh, money's cool. 
I do it just for the hell of it. You know, I, I've done this channel just for the heck of it for since I started it. Like, it's never been about money for me. It's never been about like making a ton of money. I've never had that. Um, the mindset is to always just improve, you know, and eventually, eventually the money will come. And I've, you know, you have good day or good months and bad months with YouTube, but you just stick with it. Keep doing it. Um, what will be my loss that I didn't get to meet you along the road. I know, Jeff, I know. Isn't that, it's a bummer. I, I've met a bunch of people down here too, that have just been like absolutely wonderful people. So I've only met that one crazy Karen. <laughs> oh, I should release that video of just me audio. Like there's a, there's an unlisted video on my YouTube channel somewhere. And uh, I think I still have, I may have deleted it. I may have deleted it, but it's just me like this lady yelling at me. <laughs> Oh, it's so great. It's so great. She was a, like, cr like crazy Karen. I was so like, I was just like, what? Everyone's cool at Starbase. You can't be like this. <laughs> oh man. It's crazy. Um, UK moving tradition, pack the kettle tea and sugar last. <laughs> well, I, I'm kind of doing similar to that because I have coffee, right? So that's my, that's very similar. Um, I have a coffee maker. I also have iced coffee. that's in a pitcher. So I have this big thing of iced coffee. Um, but I also do Dunkin' Donuts a lot. So I have a big pitcher and I don't know how to transport it. I got to get like a, actually, you know what? I have a thermos that I can transport it in. So I probably put it in that. Uh, but iced coffee, I'm going to bring it with me. So it's very similar uh, just so I have some coffee along on the road. Uh, as long as you're happy, well, yeah, I'm going to be very happy. Um, I'm happy here. I'm pretty much happy anywhere, man. Like I'm happy. I'm just happy to be here to have the opportunity to live as long as I get to live. You know what I'm saying? It was, uh, <laughs> it's a, it's a wild ride, man. And if I only get till tomorrow, I've done a, I've done a bunch of crazy stuff. So I'm happy. You know, if I hope to live until I'm till I can't live anymore, you know, till I'm 90 years old and I have all these cool stories to tell everybody. And I have all this cool stuff that I'm very excited and happy to have done. Um, and that I that I do, do get to do a life of adventure. And so far, it's been a life of adventure, and I've been super happy doing it. So, um, hasn't been easy. Like I'll tell you that. But no life is easy. So, my pain is not you know any worse than anybody else's pain through what I've gone through to get to the point where I'm at and have this crazy life adventure. But I've done some freaking crazy stuff down here at Starbase that I'm super pumped about. So. Very proud of the stuff I've done down here. Seven months of work, um, almost every day. The last month has been kind of up in the air uh, for filming and stuff down there. Every once in a while I go down, but um, it's been kind of hit or miss, you know. So uh, I'm just fortunate. I'm very, very fortunate to have done what I've done. So very, very happy. Oh, my gosh. We have two, two Super Chats. We got Jeff and we have Debs. Jeff and Debs, thank you so much for your Super Chats. You get some rockets. Let's see who gets it. Okay, we got James. Does that say James? Oh, yeah, $9.99 through a Super Chat. Thanks, James. Holy cow. Jeff should get one, and then I think it might switch right over to Debs. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's going to help with travel so much and setting up a new place. So love you guys. Thank you. Um, thanks, Debs. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, James. Thanks, NC Davis. You are amazing. Thanks, Clint, for the sub. 
Appreciate all you guys, of course. Debs, I don't know if I can give you 10 of these. Okay, you know what? You're going to get 10. Because I can't give them back to Jeff. I was going to give Jeff five, but I can't. I guess I can do it after. I don't know. I'll have to figure it out. Um, take sugar with our coffee. I get... Um, I get... Um, I get cocoa, like mocha in my coffee. So no sugar, but it's kind of sugary, I guess. Um, sorry, behind. Are you moving back to PA? James, I'm moving back to New York. Yeah, I'm going to be up by Corning or not Corning, uh, Cornell, New York. It's been eyes on history. That's for sure. Yeah, Star, Star Watcher Stephen, for sure. I've been been able to witness some of the history of humankind down here. So can't can't complain about it. Uh, when will SpaceX launch? There's another SpaceX launch tomorrow, actually. Um, and there was, uh, and then there's one the day after that too. There's a Starlink, two Starlink launches in a row. So I actually, you know what I did? I reached out to SpaceX because I was like, Hey, I want to cover your launches. I sent them an email and I said, Hey, I want to cover your launches. Is it cool if I restream them? You know, and I do commentary over them and, you know, whatever, comment on them or whatever. And they, basically sent me an email back. They said, we don't want anybody to cover our stuff. So I was like, we, they didn't want anybody to like, they prefer if people don't do it. So I was like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I don't want to, you know, it's their stuff. I don't want to mess with them. So I wish I could do the Starlink launches again, but I can't. So I'm going to have to do it in person when I go to Florida, which will like, this would have been, it would have been so cool if I would have, Got out of here like Wednesday or Tuesday of this week, went to Florida and then watched those two launches tomorrow and Saturday. That would have been rad, dude. If I would have live streamed those, that would have been rad. Um, uh, I heard a rumor there will be lifting Booster 7 with the stick spaceballer. Thank you so much for the super chat. Um, I've heard that rumor, too, and I'm not 100% sure if they're going to be doing it. Um, I've also so I also heard the rumor that they're going to be moving um that they'll have a dummy um a dummy booster which is a weird thing to do but i heard that they're going to have a dummy booster that they're going to lift with the sticks too here's some here's some starships for you spaceballer thank you for that super chat that's really going to help out for the future of the channel man it it really does mean so much to me that you guys believe in this channel like it really means a ton to me and I, I don't know how much I tell you guys that, but it really, really like it's really cool. And you guys are amazing for helping out. So anything like that, any super chance, any super stickers, anybody that subs to the channel, anybody that gives this video a like. We have 69 likes right now, by the way. So that's pretty cool. Don't mess that up. Nobody else liked this video. Um, and if you do, thank you if you do. Um, but yeah, how crazy is it that? There's there's rumors floating around Spaceballer that <laughs> that they were going to put Booster 4. They were going to lift. I've heard so many different things. They were going to put Booster 4 on the chopsticks and then lift that. They were also going to lift Booster 7 with the sticks. And I also heard that they're going to lift. They were going to lift uh, Ship 20 onto Booster 7 at some point. And these are all like legitimate people in this industry that told me this. And I was like, are you just trying to make up stuff? So I post it on my channel. <laughs> like, I don't want to be one of those channels, like the ones with, um, and I did this for a meme. I, I got to show you guys this. I don't know if you've seen this before, but I got to show you this, um, this video. 
I did this because I thought it was hilarious. So I, I'll show you this in a second. Um, but I got to I got to post it up. Oh, I don't have the thing. Here we go. Can I search on this thing? One second. I I think you guys will enjoy this because um, I was making a meme about. <laughs> about uh starship right so you know how would people like you've probably seen all these things before all these posts on other youtube channels of elon musk in front of like a starship that's like triple the width in like it glowing because it's it has like a nuclear reactor or something um you've probably seen all that stuff right um so i made a meme video of one of our old videos neil thanks for becoming a space cadet you're a new member of the show. I don't know if I do. I have a cool alert for that. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see if I have a cool alert. I'm not sure if I do. I think I just have like a, a thing. It just goes like, but thank you so much for that. There you become a sponsor. Thanks for becoming a member of the show. You get perks like cool emotes and that's about it. <laughs> and you help out the show. That's, that's all the cool stuff you get. You get cool emotes. Um, but I made all these funny, like I made this funny, um, nice, the liftoff emote. Yeah. See, there you go. I got a couple cool ones. Got space pants too. The space pants are cool. Um, so I made this video a while ago. Right. And then I re-edited it, re-edited it, edited it, uh, edited it down from two videos to one video. It turned out pretty good, but I wanted to make it funny because it's an older video and some people have watched it before on the channel. And, um, I thought it was kind of neat. So what I did was edit the thumbnail to be really ridiculous, right? So I don't know if I can zoom in on this, but I want to. Oh, yeah, I can. Here we go. So there we go. Let me show you this. So this is the this is the thumbnail that I made. It's happening. <laughs> Elon in front of a glowing starship <laughs> in front of Mars. Oh my God. So I thought that was funny as a meme. And then somebody, somebody actually sent me a, a DM and was like, dude, you sold out. <laughs> I'm like what? <laughs> like I didn't sell out. Like I'm just being a goof. Like I'm just being a silly person, you know? So I thought it was funny. 18,000 views on the thing. I guess people click it. I don't know. It was three months ago. People liked it. So that was cool. Uh, people actually liked it and they um, they thought it was a good video and they commented. And then there's some people that are like, um, so clickbaity. <laughs> so clickbaity, unsubscribing. <laughs> and I'm like, what? It's like, all right, cool. See ya. See ya, dude. You can't take a joke. <laughs> Peace. I don't want you on my channel anyway. It was kind of funny, though. Like, I thought it was funny. And if people didn't think it was funny, that's, you know, that's up to them. Um James says, will you be moving back to Florida or back to Texas when they do the orbital launch test or just going to visit? Um, so as far as the orbital launch flight goes, um, I'll be in New York probably when they do that. So I'm going to be doing a trip to wherever they do it from. So I'll do a little vacation, do like a week. Um, there's a place down here right on the island that has a, a view of Starbase and some of the rooms on the fourth, fifth floor. 
um, overview Starbase. So I'm in, uh, I'm in good, I'm in cahoots with them. I've talked to them a bunch about getting a room there when they do the orbital flight test and to kind of put it out there. Like I've, I've, I can't, um, I can't do a, uh, what is it called? Reservation that far in advance. They won't let it be like a floating reservation, but, um, I told them I'll be the first one to call them. So just get a room ready. So yeah, we're in, we're in cahoots. They know who I am and they want to work with me. So very cool. Uh, but in Florida, I'm not sure I'm, I'm, I will be, I'll be there if they do it there. So both of those things, like the promise that I let, that I kept to myself, that I'm keeping to myself, um, and the promise that I'm keeping to the channel is that I'll be there for the orbital flight test. So yeah, that's been, that's been one of the things for a long time. You need to be on the sixth floor or higher. Oh, okay. Cause the, the lady that I talked to was like, Oh yeah, we have, we have views of Starbase um, from the fourth floor up space baller. So um, I forgot what the name of the place is. Why can't I remember it off the top of my head? Yeah. So anyway, I'll have to talk to him about that. See when the, see what the right floor is for that, because that would be interesting to see. I mean, I would love to be up higher. I think that'd be really cool as high as I can get. Like if I can get a 14th, 15th floor, hell yeah, dude, that'd be awesome. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Well, as soon as you leave Starbucks, we'll get approved. <laughs> from Bocachita. You got to kick it. See, that's what I'm. So there's the all, there's always a FOMO. Michael, there's always FOMO. Like, am I going to be missing out on something? Yeah, I'm going to be missing out on a bunch of stuff. You know, like this stuff is going to happen. You know, it's going to happen with me here or with me not here. So there's going to be a bunch of stuff that's going to be happening. And it's like, you know, like Ship 20 moving from the launch site to the Rocket Garden. Like, I would have missed that if I wasn't here. I, I missed a bunch of stuff. Even when I'm here, I missed a bunch of stuff. So I can't really... You know, the orbital flight test, I'll just come back for it. Like, it'll be better to fly down an eight-hour trip as opposed to a five-day car ride. Get here, you know, rent a car, that whole thing, stay for a week, um, but get all set up in a hotel for a week. You know, that's part of it. So that's part of being uh, somebody who's who's invested pretty much the last four years of their life into this is, dude, you got to keep going. You got to keep making, making things better and doing, you know, doing what's right for yourself and for the subscribers, like whatever makes the channel better is what I'll be doing. So uh, that's going to be at the orbital flight test. So that'd be cool, man. Oh, the pearl. Yep. Space baller. Exactly. That's what it's called. I was like the diamond, the ruby. What's it called? It's the pearl. You're right. You are absolutely right. I got to check this message right now. All right. Well, everybody, I have to pack a bunch. It's getting a little bit late here. So I got to take off and just have to uh, get ready to go. I got to get all my stuff ready. I still have a bunch of stuff to do. I wish I could I could pull down this green screen and show you like everything in my living room. Everything's packing or that I'm packing. And it was <laughs> it's just like a bunch of just a bunch of piles of stuff. It's pretty amazing. So. Uh, I got to get it all organized, got to get it ready. Uh, so 
Thanks, everybody, for joining me. I didn't realize it was this late. I just got a message coming in from the old boss. Uh, not the boss, but uh, uh, somebody that I've worked with for a long time and that I'm really happy to be working with again. And uh, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, uh, I could use some help. All right, cool. So I got to go do that, too. So thanks, everybody, for watching. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks, everybody, for all the super chats and stuff. Thanks, Neil, for becoming a space cadet. Thanks, Space Baller, for the super chat. Thanks, Debs, Jeff, James, NC Davis, for all the super chats today. I really do appreciate you. And I really do appreciate your support because it means the world to me. So thank you. We're going to keep growing the show, growing the channel, and it's going to be amazing in the future. It's got to keep doing it. So thanks, everybody. I'm out of here. We do have a we do have a ending soon screen. Deb knows what I'm talking about. See you later, Simon Neal. Spaceballer. Michael Maxey. Star Watcher Steven. Bob Brink. Bob Brink, where'd you come from? <laughs> there you are. Thanks everybody for all of your help. So I will see you soon. Take care and be nice to each other.